Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Mary Poppins. I watched the second half of Mary Poppins. And this is is the the other other half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever see you go down in a pond over there and you walk in? You I love going some, over to the pond, you know, going over to the, the, yeah, the, the you pond. Th- you throw some pence, you just copy what I'm saying, you bloody wanker. <laughs> Get some originality here, you fucking American, huh? <laughs> I'm a fu- I'm no f- American. I don't know what that was. was. That. <laughs> Well, that bit's over. Well, you know what, though? I think we did a better British accent than, than Dick, Dick and, uh, Van Dyke. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke. Wow. wow. What a horrible Cockney accent that he couldn't even maintain <laughs> nope, throughout one sentence. No. <laughs> Man. He had an entire song. Man, that was great. It'd be uh, all like, hey, you little boy, I have it like this. And then you got it like, yeah, but they got chimney sweep is a, is a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, investment. <laughs> You're all so happy. But then sometimes you're not. And then sometimes you're happy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a great job. Perfect. It's perfect. Uh, I'm going to level with Ethan. Level with me. This movie made no sense. Nope. <laughs> it didn't. But you know what? Yeah. It didn't really matter. It didn't matter. It was a charming, cute rub. At, fr- at first I was like, man, this movie doesn't make any sense. Not at all. I don't like it. Yeah. But somehow it charmed me over. It's got a lot of charm. I, I think it's definitely the music. But the story and the characters totally what? make no sense. <laughs> what? All right. All Speaking right. of story. Speaking let's of story. Into this let's talk story. about story. So, yes. So we have a movie about Mary Poppins. And the movie starts out with a little musical number. See Mary Poppins floating on a cloud in the sky. And, but we, the first person As we. do. Exactly. But the first person we meet is not Mary Poppins. It isn't the Banks family. It is, in fact, Bert. He's on the street. And he is uh, a one-man band. He's doing a little one-man show on the street. He's begging for money. And then in the middle of his act, he realizes something. Something <gasps> is coming. He, he, <sighs> he even stops his little act and, and has this little monologue. Not a monologue. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit that I'm sure you've seen uh, in a lot of uh, different Disney movies. The, um, Save Mr. Banks, for instance, started out with the phrase, the wind from the east you know, something's coming, that, that sort of deal. Sure. It's Mary, and he knows Mary's coming, and it's, it's a really strange moment because it almost implies that he knows who Mary is, which he does. So then a really weird thing happens. Bert talks directly to the audience. Yeah, there now, you go. I'm not just saying, like, he talks Bert to us. Bert is Dick Van Dyke, by the way. Sorry, yeah, Bert is Dick Van Dyke. Um, and, yes, Bert, who is an American, <laughs> but he's playing a British person. Uh, and he talks directly to the audience and it's not a, um, like a house of cards talking to the audience or a, uh, you know, it's not like I'm talking to you and we're- yeah, we get to the top of the chimney without killing a few people <laughs> <laughs> and knocks on the table. Oh, I thought that was our, our roommates for a second. No. <laughs> um, no, you see, this is a dialogue. You see, he asks us, oh, hello, where do you want to go? And then he waits for us. It's almost like a door of the Explorer situation. He like leans his ear toward us as if for us to answer to him where we want to go, even though we as the audience don't know where we're going because we don't know anything yet. And then he's like, oh, you're going to the Banks residence. Let me take you there. So he takes us on a whirlwind tour down the street to the Banks uh, residence. But first we have to meet their neighbors. Swiper. Swiper. No swiping. No swiping. No swiping, Swiper. No su- swiper, Yo, what are you doing, you no, bloody kid? Bloody- <laughs> <laughs> Get 
Get your mitts off there. Get your get your mitts off my money, sir. <laughs> Great Dick Van Dyke impression. <laughs> uh, no, we first have to meet the Banks' neighbors. Do you know who the neighbors are, Ethan? Uh, interest and dividends. <laughs> My favorite two old neighbors. Oh, man, they have <sighs> lost their minds. <laughs> uh, Bird introduces them by saying that they run a house that is ship shape. Um, get it? Because they live in a fucking house that they have That's crafted like to be a ship. And every morning at 8 a.m. for some godforsaken reason, they shoot a cannon uh, at... I don't okay, know. I was who. very curious what those why the, yeah. who those people were. I was like, why are these these like sailors in this movie for some reason? And like they're two old men to live together. Like I bet that's totally like a gay relationship. Oh yeah, <laughs> first gay dividends couple and in interests are definitely <laughs> definitely a gay couple. Exactly, uh, and I mean they're both sailors too, and sailors are out on the you know they're out on the sea. They well, not anymore. Something. They have a boat. They have a houseboat. That's uh, they literally do have a houseboat. Boat. Uh, literally a houseboat. Man, if this were taking place in America, and we had. Uh, uh, oh, what's it called? The co- community um, board. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, HOA. Yeah, an HOA situation. That shit would not fly. <laughs> no. And be like, sir, your your grass is just a bunch of bones from all the people you killed. Uh, you need to clean this up. And you shoot a goddamn cannon every morning. You're really disturbing Look, we, the neighbors. We got rid of the roosters, but these this this couple just moved in and they're just firing their cannon off every morning. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a sexual way. Nope, not at all. <laughs> I know they're I mean, a, it's a literal. It's a literal way. A literal cannon, sir. <laughs> and it is sir. disturbing us and our children. And again, I want to say I'm not a homophobe. They're not disturbing us in that way. It is literally just loud. There's nothing wrong with that except for everything about the cannon. <laughs> So yes, we meet them, but then we have to meet the Banks family. And yet we still have not met the Banks family. We instead meet the help of the Banks. We meet their two maids, whose names I do not know, and a uh, nanny who has lost the children and is upset beside herself with how horrible these children are. She calls them beasts and say that they probably run off to the circus or the zoo. These children, as far as we know, are the worst children who've ever lived on the face of this earth, wow. driven this nanny to insanity and wanting to quit her job. And she almost is about to burst out of the house when Mrs. Banks shows up. Mrs. Banks, by the way, is one of the most confusing characters I have ever met. Because Please she's, explain. She's introduced as a woman for a woman, a, a woman of women's suffrage, women's rights, women being able to vote. Oh, oh okay. Uh, did you not know this? No, I somehow did not get that at well, all. Well, I, I I know why you didn't get that because when she has been introduced and she has this whole song about how women are better than men, how men are stupid, how uh, women should be listened to and heard. And yet this entire song, she ignores a fellow woman, the, the maid or not the maid, the nanny who wants to quit. She is going against her own principles and wanting to listen to women. Well, you see, here's the thing. Like yes. in, in uh, England, there's a class difference. Oh. And so if you're born in a lower class, it doesn't matter what gender you are because you don't talk to them. <laughs> All right. That's a very good point. Uh, so, but that's the thing is you think like, oh, she must be a really strong, powerful woman in this movie. What? She, Sorry. What year is this set in? This is I've like the 18, no, probably 1860. No clue. Like, like, you see, seems, the thing is, it seems this, like the place, industrial revolution area. It takes place in Britain, so it could take place at <laughs> any time. Britain always looks the same. <laughs> could have happened like 2014. It could it be a future know. film. I don't know. <laughs> Who 
knows? That's how, they, that's how they're flying. That explains the flying and everything. I really have no clue. Okay. Uh, nobody pulls out a cell phone, so it probably yeah. couldn't have been. Okay, so phone. it has to be at least pre-2000. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it could have been all at right, any time. Right. Uh, but yes, you're right. You think that Mrs. Banks would be a, a, a woman who is strong character, a character who stands by her principles. But the minute that she realizes her husband is going to come home, she immediately hides all of her women's suffrage equipment and becomes the most, like, subservient woman I've ever oh, seen that's in a film. That's actually interesting. Is it interesting to you? I she's find like it a confounding. Secret, she's a secret feminist. She's a secret feminist, but like secret to the point where she's like going against her own principles in her own household. Well, sometimes, you know, to, to not break up a family, you gotta I guess suck so. it up and do, I don't know. Man. I guess so. So uh, Mr. Banks arrives and he wonders where the children are and he freaks out that the children aren't there. But by the way, he doesn't immediately realize the children are gone. He in fact has to go through an entire song. Oh, yeah. This, is, this movie's a musical. a musical. How'd yeah. you like the fact that this was a musical, Ethan? My beard is stuck in the pop filter. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, God. My beard did not get unstuck. It is now stuck in the pop filter forever. Oh, God. It pulled from my face instead of the pop filter. <laughs> so you have a little bit of hair in your pop filter now. That's weird. Anyway, uh, as a musical, <laughs> this was pretty all right. Yeah, the music was good. The music was good. There was good music, good dancing, and the songs didn't last very long, or they were just so weird. <laughs> there were a lot of songs, but they were all like two one-minute-long yeah, songs. Good. Yeah, they were fine. Like, all right, we'll get back onto the plot. Exactly. So, I don't know. Uh, you're all right. All right. I'm glad you. I'm glad you at least enjoyed yourself in this uh, musical romp. Mm -hmm. Because you, when I was thinking, like, or when we were like discussing what movie to watch next, I just haphazardly suggested this film, and you're like, yeah, sure, why not? I was really, I was impressed by that. Anyway, so. Um, Mr. Banks comes home and he is wondering where the children are. And so then he goes to the phone and he calls the police and asks them to bring the, you know, look for children. And just as he's like talking to the police on the phone, the door knocks and a policeman is there. Wow. And he has brought the children with him. Now, cool. Ethan, are they hanging off the policeman and like chewing his ear and like, that's, out? that's what you think is like the children must be beastly, right? Like mm -hmm. we've been, we have been introduced to these children. All we know is what we've been told about these children. They're horrible. They belong in a zoo. They have gone through five uh, nannies at this point. Mm. What? These children must be horrible. And so the children walk in and they are the most sweet, innocent little children in the world. They went to the park, which is just a walk away from their house. Yeah. And they have brought a, 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 a kite that they, ah. that they are going to fly. I know there's a song later in the film oh. about flying a kite. Um, yeah, they brought a kite to the, uh, to the park, a kite, which by the way, even though they are clearly rich, they built the kite themselves and hope one day to build one with their father. Well, that makes sense because, you know, as a rich family and the way Mr. Banks acts, you wanna, probably would not just buy them a kite. That's a good point. But that's the thing is already the parents are doing a good job of raising their children. They seem like good kids and they're not even being there. At first, I'm like, oh, they're clearly putting on a fake act. They aren't. The minute the police leave and they're around their family or, or the help, they seem like the most nice innocent children hmm. i do not understand where this fucking that nanny sucks the nanny clearly sucks her and five other nannies but either way that's the idea is now that we have no nanny we need to get another one so mr banks um nanny mcphee let's go the nanny mcphee shows up and she's Good got kinda. horrible teeth but what don't the crazy worry hair she's the, gonna whip him in the shape don't worry in the end of the movie she gets fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> i saw that movie on a flight Okay, I, you, don't, I don't remember when I saw that movie. But, you see, uh, you've seen it? Yeah, I don't remember much about it, though. I don't remember it being very good. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was okay. <laughs> I uh, what about Super Nanny, my favorite nanny off of a hit reality show 
Super Nanny. I've never heard of Super Nanny. Oh, well, basically, it's this nanny who comes in. And, oh, the British nanny. Yeah, she's the like, fat British nanny. Yeah, she's like, hey, you better stop fucking around over here, you kid. You better <laughs> help. You listen to your parents. You listen to your mom. You respect your mom. They work hard. They work hard. You don't work hard. You lazy fat. We're, not, we're, we're taking all these junkies. We're taking all these treats and tossing them. Junkies? Well, junkies. Like actual druggies? Yeah, there's a bunch of drug addicks in there. <laughs> She's just yelling like, at drug well, addicts. Of all these heroin addicts are giving these kids the wrong impression of what to do with that day. <laughs> we gotta so get these junkies out. out of the house. Yeah, I get these. <laughs> this doesn't seem like the children's fault. This is the adults. <laughs> yes. Well, spoiler alert: that's how most children are crappies because the adults. Oh, good point. Or that super nanny. Anyway, so a good point because uh, we are uh, we now have a scene where the father, Mr. Banks, wants to hire a new nanny because they need one, and uh, he has this big song, and then the children show up. And by the way. Uh, at first, the the mom, Mrs. Banks, is like profusely apologizing for hiring this new nanny. She was clearly a poor choice. And Mr. Banks takes it upon himself, almost scolds her to takes it upon himself to hire a new nanny. But the children come down and they've written a little list, a little song about what kind of nanny they want. Mr. Banks takes the list that they've written up and fucking rips, rips yeah. that shit in pieces. Mr. Banks don't give a fuck, He dude. don't give a fuck. He throws it in the goddamn uh, chimney and then he goes off and writes his own list of things he wants to put it into the newspaper. Fuck and then, yeah. But then that little ripped piece of paper starts going up the chimney. <gasps> oh, it's magic. Also, pretty good visual effects in this Yeah, film. honestly, they hold up okay. They hold up very well. Like, yeah. shockingly well. This old, like, shot. I mean, obviously there's times like, that's a green screen, but like... That's a green screen, or this footage was shot in reverse. Yeah. But it works. Like, yeah. I never... Like, yeah, I, I a lot of the times I was watching, I'm just like, how the fuck did they do that? It was kind of impressive. Hmm. Either way, the pieces fly up, up the chimney. As they do. As they do. And then the next day... What happens next? Uh, the next day, we uh, have... A bunch of nannies have shown up to the house. A big group of nannies are in front of the house and everyone has seen these group of nannies. Everyone's like, oh my God, there's all these nannies. And then, <laughs> then the weirdest scene happens. Not the weirdest scene. Someone a comes out scene. and is like, all right, listen, super nanny, we already got her. We don't need a new one. This is the wrong audition. They're going to cast for super nanny. Yeah. These, these, these women have no charisma whatsoever. So they would never get that part anyway. Ah. So they're standing, waiting in line uh, to be interviewed for the new nanny position. And then a big gust of wind shows up and blows them away. Like literally lifts them off the ground. Fucking wind gods, and man. And blows them, like dangerously so. Like there's a part where a nanny is gripping on to a fence post for dear life. Like this is a terrifying situation. Yeah. But all of them just seem like calm as a fucking cucumber as they just float down the fucking. Well, there goes again. I oh, guess well. we're just getting out of here. The <laughs> doggone wind is just ridiculous. I guess it's not our day. I guess not. Let's go back home or die. I don't know what happens to them, <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter because clearly this wind was the creation of gods. Oh. Oh, what were you gonna say? I said God, but God. Okay. Well, God clearly, actually. Well, I think Mary Poppins is God. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because that's why she was sitting on that cloud in the beginning of the movie. Ah, uh, interesting. This guy actually. Let me, let me tell you a little bit more about this movie. So, Mary Poppins shows up, walks into the house, and displays for Mr. Banks the letter that had been previously ripped up, and and reads off all the things on the letter that the children had wanted, saying that this is perfect. This is exactly who she is. And Mr. Banks is confounded, and then allows this stranger to just go upstairs and hang out with the children without supervising the situation. Times are different back then. Times are very different. Um, speaking of times being different, uh, as uh, Mary Poppins goes up to have the kids clean their room or something. 
Mrs. Banks shows up and is like, what happened? Like, what happened to all the nannies? Where'd they all go? And Mr. Banks says, you know, I, I hired one. And she goes, w- 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 Mrs. Banks says, where is she? And Mr. Banks says, I put her to work straight away. And Mrs. Banks responds, how clever of you. I would have muddled the whole thing. Like, what? Give, give yourself some fucking credit, lady. The woman of woman of suffrage, like, come on, like, stand up for yourself a little bit. By the way, mm. it wasn't even his decision to send her up in the first place, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I'm saying is like this character seems really confusing to me. Anyway, so Mary Poppins is upstairs with the children. She just starts pulling shit out of her fucking purse. Like she pulls out a, a lamp and like a coat rack. It's, yeah, it's insane. And this, they have a whole scene showing this effect off. It's it's OK. Like they and it's kind of annoying because like they have multiple times they have the little boy. Oh, by the way, I haven't introduced the children's names. We have Michael, a little boy who looks like an ugly man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does he not? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I guess. Uh, he looks exactly like his father, which is not a compliment. And then we have uh, I believe her name is Jane, the, yo- the the young girl, the older older sister. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so they have a scene where Mary's pulling stuff out of her purse, and multiple times Michael goes under the table to inspect the fact that this is not a trick, almost like a ma- like a magic show where you have someone go up to the stage mm-hmm. and like make sure that it isn't a trick table, but it's clearly a trick table. Either way. So then she pulls all the stuff out of her purse and then pulls out a measuring tape because she wants to see how the children measure up. Ah, uh, I thought I was sure she was going to roll fat blunt. So she, she was going to roll. <laughs> she could Why would she do guy. that with a measuring tape? She wanted to bake the biggest blunt ever. So she had to measure <laughs> it out. I don't know. So she measures them up. And here are what the measuring tape basically tells you how bad the, the children are. Mm-hmm. So here, Ooh. here are, here's what's wrong with Michael and Jane. Michael is, she is God. She's straight up judging. She them. just straight up, right? Oh man. She's straight up judging them and she's going to put them in order. So Michael is extremely stubborn and suspicious. What a beast. What a horrible child. Oh man. I can see why five nannies have, have, have declined to, to, to put these children in order. And Jane, oh, Jane's even worse. Jane is, and I quote, rather inclined to giggle and doesn't put things away. The monsters, the literal monsters of these children. They should go to this proper, proper house, man. I know. Right. Man, Super Nanny would just be like... Would be beside herself. She'd be like, I'm done. I don't need yeah, to yeah, exactly. Any normal person, rational person would see these children and go... Look, eh. listen, well, here's the thing. It was back in the day. Children meant to be seen, not heard or something. Yeah, and seen also, and not and heard. And not seen any of their stuff that they would mess. Right. You know? Okay. Nowadays, kids are just like, I'm tearing up the living room and there's Legos everywhere. Have fun, dad, stepping on them and killing your feet. And then and then the mom and dad would go, he is so creative. <laughs> <laughs> what an angel. What an angel. So... Speaking of the fact that children create messes, they now have to clean up their room. <gasps> and this is uh, one of the most infamous songs of the movie. Uh, Spoonful of Sugar Makes the Medicine Go Down. Yeah. Uh, which is to imply the idea that if you take something that would be work and turn it into a game, it will instantly become a game if, if mm. you make it, you know, something fun. Okay. So in order to make that metaphor work, instead of making this a game of fixing the room... Mary Poppins instead bestows upon the children magical psychic powers where if they snap their fingers, things are just magically fixed. That is not. I feel a, like that doesn't teach anyone that, anything. Exactly. That is not a spoonful of sugar. That is That's a, a spoonful, spoonful of, of Harry Potter Harry shit. Harry Potter shit. A spoonful of acid. <laughs> <laughs> hey kids, they did. They did make a big blunt. You just they made a pretty blunt, and they just got high. It's just like I was gonna clean my room, but then I got <laughs> high. I was gonna clean my room, but then Mary Poppins showed up. <laughs> 
And I just snap, snap, snap my fingers, and it just happened. <laughs> But I was high. But I was high. Right, a, a spoonful of MJ makes the medicine go down. <laughs> anyway, actually, you've seen Blue Velvet. Yeah, a while ago. It's been a while. That's right. Uh, in this particular scene, there's a part where a bluebird lands on uh, Mary's finger. Looks exactly like the bird at the end of Blue Velvet. Oh, yeah. It's very disturbing or like distracting. Either way. So the scene ends. And to celebrate the fact that they've cleaned their room, they go to the park. And who do they meet at the park? Uh-huh. Burt Reynolds! Burt Reynolds and his mustache! Yeah. And he just couldn't give a big enough shit. He's just like... <laughs> but his mustache is very, mustache, very talkative. Very nice. Um, no, we, we meet Burt. Uh, Dick way, Van Dyke, yes. Young Vic, Dick Van Dyke looks yeah. like young Hugh Laurie. I'd agree with that. He yeah. also has a very similar facial expression. He does. Yeah. Um, yeah, they look very similar. That's all I got to say. Uh, except for I feel except like... one has a better British accent. One has a much better British accent. And one has a much better American accent. And it's <laughs> oh, the same person. Damn! Boom. Got Take him. that, okay, old man. To be fair, what was interesting <laughs> is when I was first introduced to uh, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. I didn't recognize him because I only saw him from Diagnosis Murdered. Remember that show? <laughs> no. Okay, it was a show where Dick Van Dyke was. Uh, when was a, this a, movie or show? Oh, in made? the 90s. Oh, okay. Like early 90s or something. And it was a murder procedural. Mm-hmm. But he was about a doctor who would then solve the crimes. And it was Dick Van Dyke was the doctor. So basically house. Yes, but it wasn't like <laughs> medical you, crimes. It was like actual murder crimes oh, okay, and stuff okay. like that. So very interesting. That is very I never interesting. thought about that. Same as Hugh Laurie. That's very fascinating. Because right, it was on the lighter things he did. See, they ought to just get Hugh Laurie to be in the new Mary Poppins. Because they're That's making a new true. one. They are making a new one. Yeah, with uh, the guy from Hamilton and uh, Emily Blunt. Blunt! <laughs> oh, man. The real deleted scene will finally happen. All comes back. Anyway, so they run into Bert. And let me tell you something. I do not trust Bert at all. I think if Mary is God, Bert is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. Right? All so right. now we see Bert and he's, he's, he's drawing like stuff. He's with trying the, just a pentagram. He's drawing a sand. pentagram on the ground. And he's, he's got he's, a goat. It's a goat head there. He's got some candles going. He's watching in the dark. He's listening to some Slayer, you know, going on there. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's drawing uh, uh, just like drawings on the ground. And then here's how we're introduced to him. He goes, Jim Chimney, Jim Chimney, Chim Chim Cheru. I, I hope does. Satan comes and inhibits you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I interrupted that one. Continue. That was good. No, he says, I does what I likes and I likes what I do. <laughs> does that not sound hell. like a fucking villainous shit right there? Like, I do what I want to do and I fucking like that shit. <laughs> so that's how we're introduced to him a second time. Um, again, again, he's the only one that talks to us, which is really fucking weird. And so he also seems to know Mary Poppins. Like Mary Poppins shows up, her, her shadow arrives and he draws her shadow and says, hey, I know who you are. And another really weird thing, he mentions the drawings, the the the, the uh, chalk drawings he's made on the ground are from his own mind, his own memory. And they all seem to depict a character with a large handlebar mustache on this handlebar mustache man is on the beach this handlebar mustache man is uh at a circus it's really fucking weird is this ever being brought up again no it's burnt reynolds dude okay that makes sense but he doesn't have a handlebar mustache oh you're right but the thing is is like that seems really weird the fact especially that it's never brought up again like it seems like a weird backstory to his character like maybe that's some other soul that he used to be you know this trickster with a big mustache either way either way so then 
he reveals that Mary is magic, which allows them to jump into an animated Disney movie in the chalk drawing. What? Really? Sidewalk. It is a terrible effect, by the way. Uh-huh. Like, I was just like praising the effects of this film. This one is terrible. Uh-huh. Like, okay. yeah, it's really bad. And so they jump into the chalk drawing into the art and everything's chalked and animated and they instantly just fucking, oh wait, Rudy's got the chalk, the chalk, the chalk, chalk zone. Instantly, they fucking ditch the kids and go off and have a little jolly holiday of their own. Uh, Bert and Mary, by the way. They just fucking ditch the kids, like yeah, literally. Fuck those kids. Fuck dude. those fucking kids. And they go off and have a little dance and singing number. And uh, Bert starts flattering Mary, saying uh, that, you know, he, it's great to have a jolly holiday with Mary. But then later on, he mentions that he's at a, hel- a jolly holiday with like 20 women. He lists women. I do what I like. I like what I, I do. Seriously. There is a scene where he just lists names of women saying that they're all amazing and like we and great in their own way. Maybe disarming. They're all, maybe they're all magic. He just hangs out with magic, magic women all bitches the- all day. <laughs> but then he says, I on like the top these of- magic bitches and I like them. <laughs> I like what I, I like to do them. <laughs> <laughs> I does what I like and I likes what I do. <laughs> uh, but then at the top of the list is always Mary. So Ma- Mary is in the unflattered. They finally meet up with the children again and ride a little carousel. And then but he tells all the magic women that. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You're all on top of the list, baby. Yeah. yeah when, when Mary's not there, she's like at the bottom yeah. of it. <laughs> so all like the other women. Like, yeah. So they get on a, they finally meet up with the children, ride a carousel. And then Bert, Fucking Bert starts complaining about how it's fun if you don't like going anywhere because carousels are boring. You just stay in one place, which instigates Mary to like do magic shit where the carousel things that they're riding just fly off the carousel and just ride off like without the carousel, which is pretty honestly really cool effect. And then weird scenes start happening. Okay. Michael wants to race, which is, uh, it's like this weird competitiveness race that Michael what? has. Race, uh, the group of people in the, the, the uh, race Mary and Jane and sure, Bert okay. in, on the, the horses. And uh, he wants to race, and which is like this weird competitive side that he has. And Bert just strokes it. Like, he's just like, yeah, let's race. Like, we're going to race. I'm going to beat you, kid. You know? And and Mary says, like, Bert, you're worse than the children. And Bert's like, oh, whatever. No big deal. Well, what? And then... And then they come across a fox being hunted uh, by a bunch of Britishmen and like dogs and stuff. And Bert looks at the fox. And this is a scene where no one else is in the scene, by the way. All the other characters have left. We are just following Bert. And Bert looks at the fox and sees he, he's like, I need to save him. Like he looks at a predator who is being hunted and sees something that he can relate to. Like, as if he is also a predator who's being hunted. Dang, okay. Needs, okay, I see what you're away. He then saves the fox, who immediately after being saved, fucking rubs it in everyone's face. Like, turns into a little dick. And it's like, ha, fuck you guys, you're never gonna catch me. <laughs> and then they eventually get into a horse race, and Mary wins. Um, she was that magic shit, though. She, you know what it is? It isn't the magic shit. It's the fact that she's just a good person. She's in the race, and she's between these two men, and she asks them politely if she can go in front of them. And they're like, yeah, sure. And she goes in front of them mm. and wins the race. And so when she wins the race, there's all these animated characters and they're like, hey, how'd you win? And that is when Mary introduces Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, another very famous song. Yes. And I know who the lyrics to the song, except for Bert's part, which is, again, very suspect. Bert says when he was a child, um, he was, he, uh, the, the lyrics are. Because I was afraid to speak, well, I was just a lad. My father gave me nails a tweet and told me I was bad. But then one day I learned a word to save me aching nose. The, the biggest, biggest word you ever heard, heard and this is how it goes. goes. Oh, super. 
So he was abused by his father as a child and told that he was. This is back in the day when everyone was abused by their Told father that he child. was bad until he learned a magic word which could manipulate people. Later on in the song, he says that when he's around people of royalty and status, maharajas and, and, and people like that, he uses this word and is able to manipulate them into liking him. Huh. It's fucking weird. And again, he knows Mary, which is really weird. Like, I don't understand how he's a like, he seems to be magical without actually being able to do anything magical. Like he knows these words or whatever. So anyway, then it starts raining and they have to leave the chalk drawing because they've jumped into the chalk drawing. The chalk's going to melt. And then Bert says that because it's raining, he must now change his business. He's an opportunist. You know, he, he needs to constantly be changing. He's, he never can hold down a job. Um, and then Mary puts the children to bed and sings, uh, says, here's the really weird thing, too. So Mary puts the children to bed and they all start recounting of the events that have occurred, them being on the carousel and all that stuff. And she pulls out a knife and says, you never say those motherfucking things again, you fucking bitches. She might as well. Oh, shit, really? She actually says, she like says, Michael, don't say stuff like that. Or I will call the cops. Oh shit! Like never. Don't be a narc. Don't be a narc. Don't, be a don't narc. tell people that we smoked that this giant blunt and we got super high. Fucking seriously. And then the children start like like protesting and saying like no, like we don't want to go to bed. Like this really happened. And then she sings them a song and lulls them to sleep. And this Dang. is also after feeding them magical medicine, which now that I realize it is really fucking weird. <laughs> Like, she pours uh, this medicine that changes color into- Listen, man, different times, bro. Different times, man. Children were treated differently back then. Yeah. So next morning- every No child protection services there. <laughs> nope. No, yeah. Um... Nannies were the only hope. <laughs> Nannies were just <laughs> fucking it up. So the next morning comes, and everyone is happy except for Mr. Banks. Mr. Banks is not happy. Everyone else, the, the, the help, the children, the wife, everyone's happy. Mr. Banks is not. And then- um, Then- uh, it is the job of Mary and the children to go to the market. So they are eventually going to, they're, they are going to go to the market, but then a dog comes up and talks to uh, Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins can just understand the dog. And the dog tells her something, which I don't know. We don't know what it is. And uh, we follow the dog to this shady ass part of town, like this decrepit broken place with like, clearly like people are going to get murdered here. Like, Jack the Ripper probably hangs out here. Mm -hmm. And then they go into a house where Bert is and they say that somebody is sick there, and then we are introduced to the Mad Hatter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is definitely where I walked in. <laughs> I bet you were so confused. This dude, yeah, so I just see this, I mean, this is just some whimsy-ass shit. <laughs> I, I, we open the door, and there's this dude just fucking laughing. He's yeah. just laughing. At, like, this motherfucker's just Mike. This motherfucker's just Mike flying. Like, if, So here's the thing. Here's his He's like Mike? Here's his sickness, yeah. Here's his sickness. Yeah. Is when he laughs... Every time he laughs, he fucking flies. That's his sickness. So oh no, I'm flying. He got into a laughing fit. If this oh were no. Mike, he would just he would just be in he would be in space. I would be in space. Be in I would space be on another right planet. <laughs> You'd hear one joke and just be gone. <laughs> I miss my it's, wife. <laughs> it's a good thing that he uh he's indoors when he's actually laughing fits. Yeah, he'd fly away. Uh, so everyone's so laughing. So he's magical. Look, man, it's never fucking explained. Wait, really? No, man, when you laugh, I guess in this world, if you laugh and have a great time, you start flying. Just anyone? I guess so. That's bizarre. Have you seen fun. anyone laugh in the beginning? Mm. Exactly. Oh, God, no. Think about it. I mean, the kids kind of In chitter. England, everyone laughs and they fly. That's why, that's British, why humor, it, the British humor is so dry. That's true. Because if they laugh, they'll start flying. <gasps> it all makes sense, it? Makes doesn't total it? sense. But when a British person comes over here and they laugh... Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Because so like, in America, we're all fat. 
<laughs> it would take way too it much would, laughing. Yeah, we can't laugh that hard. And then if we do laugh that hard, we just get a heart attack. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. How true you are. Yep. So Dick Van Dyke is like, listen, yo, that's you guys gotta, keep, you gotta keep, you gotta keep a straight face. If you keep a straight, some people he he laughs and then he stays up there for days. But uh, then sometimes he doesn't laugh and then he just is fine. So you basically you all need to keep straight faces or else he'll stay up there forever. Man, how are you getting so good at this Dick Van Dyke impression? Maybe <laughs> just turn it on and off when I wish. Just like Dick Van Dyke's yeah. accent. <laughs> so. um He's just like laughing up there. Uh-huh. And Dick Van, you know, laughter's contagious. So Dick Van Dyke starts laughing, oh, and then no. he starts flying up no. there, and then the kids start laughing. And they and they fly. Start, but then, but then Mary Poppins like, none of that nonsense, and she pulls them down. <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, okay. But he starts laughing, and he sings a song about how much he loves laughing. Uh-huh. And they actually sing a song about different types of laughing, like hee hee hee. Some people go ha, and then some <laughs> like do all sorts of stuff like that. And yeah. it, was really, it, was, it was a fun little song. Oh, you liked it. Um, and then uh, they. <laughs> So yeah, they go up there laughing, uh-huh. and um, and then they're like, "Well, what are we doing here?" And then Mary Poppins like, "It's tea time. It's time to go." And he's like, "So British. Why don't you stay here and have tea with us?" And then the tea table starts flying up. So what? I don't know what's going on. How do objects listen? Laugh? I don't know. <laughs> if you laugh enough, maybe the objects get excited too. How do they know this man? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, he's called Uncle or something. Okay, so they he's call related. Him Uncle, so I guess he's related. I don't to know. To who? Bert? No fucking clue, dude. <laughs> who cares? Um, the thing flies <laughs> up. He doesn't make any nope. sense. And then Mary Poppins is like, "Fine, if you guys insist, have have a cup of tea." Yeah. Here. And then they fly up, and she goes, "How many sugars would you like?" And all this stuff. No sugar for for me, ma'am. I don't like I don't like sugar. And then <laughs> was that Dick Van Dyke? How could you tell? <laughs> so then. Uh, everyone else is just having sugar and having a great time with tea and they say I love jokes do you like jokes okay here's a joke two blokes are walking down a street alright right. and one of them says I knew a guy who yeah. had a pet a wooden leg named Ben and he says oh what was the name of the other leg <laughs> <laughs> yep and then oh Mike's gone oh no Fucking A, I shouldn't have told him that joke. All right, get back down here. Right. Listen, now. Give me a sec. Think, okay, so oh, the right, only way to get down uh-huh. is they're like, we're going to be up here forever. Oh, yeah, we gotta... tell me what it is or else I won't get yeah, down. <laughs> Bit's already broken, dude. Oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> so what, what you have to do is you have to think of something sad. And right. Uncle doesn't want to think about anything sad. So, so he's like. So... I'm back. What happens is uh-huh. uh, Dick Van Dyke's like, oh, you got a story for you. Here, listen to this. Listen to this one. Australian Listen to this one, eh? Why so just go fucking all in, eh? Yeah, fuck uh, cool it. So why is this kangaroo and he's jumping around? No, okay. So the if you want to hear... The story in Australia is the dingo we did about Yeah. So here's my sad story. Listen. Okay. So what we got these neighbors. Right. We got, uh, we got these neighbors. And his his he's got a cat, but the cat gets run over by a man in a car, and the kid's like, "Oh, that's sad." The poor cat. And then the man said, "I'd like to replace your cat." And the lady said, "That's all right with me, but how are you at catching mice?" Sniffer goes, "Ah!" <laughs> and they all fly back up. See, this motherfucker's keeping him in the air. He didn't want to tell him a sad story. Nah, but then now Mary Poppins just takes all the fun out. Just says, "All right, we have to go." And then everyone's like, we don't want to go. And they all get sad. And then they have, then they go down. 
There you go. See, Mary Poppins was the one that solved the, pr- the problem. Yeah. If, if Bert was left to his own devices, they would be in space. It's true. Here's He's an interesting, evil. Here's an interesting note. Yeah. Um, Mary Poppins is always addressed by her full name. Yeah. Never just Mary. Interesting. Um, I think she's called Mary maybe once or twice in the beginning of the movie, actually. Oh, that might be true. I don't know. So they go and uh, Mr. Banks is running around. He goes by these sailors who are shooting cannons off. I don't know what's going on. That's their name. I know. I know. <laughs> I still didn't know what was going on no, at the time. I, even I don't know what's going on and I know who so, they are. So <laughs> uh, Mr. Banks, he's the dad. He's like Mr. Mary Poppins. And immediately the kids show up and they go, Mommy, Dad, we had a joke. We were having tea flowing and all this stuff and all these things were going on and it was crazy. And we had like, we had this before, these two fellas at a plague and one of them was named Ben. And blah, 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 blah. And, um, Shit sounds great, bro. <laughs> Mr. Banks is like, give me what of you smoking right now. I need to get this shit out of my head. These fucking banks and numbers. These dividends and decimals. Not, not, not on neighbors, not on neighbors. <laughs> no, no, no. Just actual dividends de- and decimals. <laughs> Taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh they go and um he's like children up to bed i want to talk to mary poppins mary poppins like oh shit and then they're like oh shit they're gonna fire her and he's like listen this is ridiculous you're sending my kids to do all this crazy stuff hunting foxes and uh, having flying tea parties and stuff like that and she's like oh well that's sad to hear and he goes Yes, I think they need to have real life lessons. They can't be fooling around with any of this gallivanting around and things like that. She's like, oh, I under, yeah, I agree. I agree. And he goes, yeah, I got to give them a real dose of real medicine. And she says, oh, perfect. Well, we'll sugar take, goes I'll, well I'll, with medicine. No, I'll bring them to the bank tomorrow. And she says, what? what? He says, yes, that's what you asked. You wanted them to have a dose of medicine and have them go to the bank tomorrow and have a real lesson of adulthood. And he's like, Ah, splendid idea. Okay. And then he questions it, and then she leaves, and he questions his wife, like, did I actually say that? <laughs> and he's like, she's like, yeah, I think you did. It's kind of what I got from it. And he's like, huh. Well, capital idea. Just the medicine they need for all this slipshod, sugary female thinking they get around Whoa. here. Oh, right, right, man. So maybe that's why she isn't a very big feminist, is because her husband hates women. It's true. Think about it. All right. You can't divorce anyone back then, so. it's a good point. Mm. But, I mean, it's just really playing up how dumb women are. It's really weird. Nah, I don't get it. Yeah. So, um, she comes up, and Mary Poppins is like, all right, kids, go to bed. And then the little boy's like, but, and she says, goats butt, birds fly, and children who have an outing with their father must get a good night's sleep. Goats butt. (laughs) (laughs) But. Um, So, they have a song. So all of a sudden she goes in this weird song about some lady feeding birds in front of the bank. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very popular song. That was uh, Walt Disney's favorite song in the movie. Really? Yeah. It's about a chick I thought feeding. it wasn't that good. Wow. It was weird. It the was... movie opens with that song. Does it? Well, like a musical version of it. Anyway, she sings a song and it's like, all Tuppins. right. Tuppins. Tuppins, right? Tuppins. Yeah. So it's a weird song. Yeah. So the Sad. kids next day, they, next day, uh, the kids go to the bank. Right. And, and they see who the, works they, at the bank? They see their, their dad. But their dad isn't supposed to work at the bank. What do you mean he's not supposed to work at the bank? I thought it was an actor who was play, being played by the father, but wasn't their father. What? <laughs> I thought the guy who works at the bank isn't their father. It's an actor. It, it's the same actor who plays the father. I'm very confused right now. That's what I've heard is that the guy who plays the father plays multiple roles in the movie. One of which is the guy who works at the bank. 
Ah, well, right now it's their father taking them to the bank. Oh, okay. it's straight up their father. Okay, okay. You're really confusing. There for I'm a so sorry. Okay. Um. Anyway, they see this lady, and she's she just sits she there. Hot? She hot. <laughs> totally, especially hot when she says, "Feed the birds, tuppence the bag, tuppence the bag, tuppence the bag." Why the witch? Banana. <laughs> um. So the kids are like, "I want to feed the birds with my tuppence." <laughs> and what uh, is a tuppence? Tuppence is like currency. Oh, it's like a coin. I don't know exactly how much it is or whatever it is, but it's a tuppence. All right. So the kids want to feed the birds, but the bank man is like, "But the, Mr. Banks is like, fuck that dude! I'm gonna show you what you really can do with the tuppence." And he's like, "I want to feed the birds," and so he's like, so he goes in the bank. A bank. Um, he walks up to this old, this group of old men who run the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, who maybe one of them might you might be thinking now? Is a, now let me tell you, I'm wrong. I looked it up on IMDb. Okay. Mr. Banks is the one that plays multiple parts. It's Dick Van Dyke who plays multiple parts. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um. So he says, "My my kids here would like to open an account," and uh, they're like, "Oh, cool." And he's like, "I would like to use my tuppence." And the kid boy's just like, "I want to feed the birds." <laughs> but then all of a sudden, this old ass man, I'm pretty sure it was Dick Van Dyke, uh-huh. comes out. He's old as fuck, dude. Oh man! Like needs a king. Can't even like get down the steps. So pretty much just. Dick and he's just like now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, tuppence, you say? Oh, I started with one of those too. Is he Yoda or the fucking creep keeper? Both. <laughs> he's both of them. He's wise and also creepy as fuck. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I started with a tuppence, and then they have they. He's like, give me your tuppence. <laughs> What? Now he's turned into Gollum. Tuppence of preciousness. Yes. <laughs> he does turn into Gollum. And he has to argue with himself. Yes. No. No. He comes down and is like, a tuppence? That's wonderful. Let's have a song. So they sing about interest rates and mortgages. Wow. And how, what you could do with the tuppence. Compound interest. And I'm like, damn, this is actually a good song. What the fuck? This is like the most boring song in history. Yeah, that's because motherfucker, you don't like you don't like saving money and getting that dough. And they talk about how you can control shit and how you can like fund like giant things and like the Amazon and like fund like railroads what? going to Africa. Really? And all sorts of crazy shit if you invest money in the bank Whoa. and save your dollars. And you can do all this crazy shit and you get tons of money and be awesome. And the kid's just like, I want to feed birds. <laughs> and, and I'm like, listen, first off, this, these guys do not know how to reach the children. They want to get good financial advice. Right. What they need to say is you can <laughs> put your money in the bank, double it, and then feed the birds and then have more money to feed the birds. Boom. You have some but- goal. You have a financial goal instead of intangible things like helping people Build a railroad to Africa. Like, who cares about that? But see, that's totally wrong, though, because this using this logic, once you double the amount of money you have in the bank, you're never going to want to feed the birds because you're just going to want to keep doubling the money you have in the bank, not actually do anything with it. I think maybe you could. That's just that's a logical fallacy. You could actually take the money off, give it to the birds, take out that but, and then let it double again and keep feeding birds indefinitely. But, but, but what I'm saying here is that I don't think that this logic in the movie is supposed to be positive. I, I think I know that. Oh, OK, <laughs> I know that. Obviously, they just want they're saying that these guys are a bunch of shrewdy, frugal assholes. They literally say like frugality and saving and then dun, 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 uh, and it's like, wow. So the song is supposed to be sarcastic. Yeah, I no, I mean, it's like it's kind of make it make it sound like boring or whatever. Uh, and the kid's just like, I want to feed birds. And so what happens is the old man just goes kind of a little crazy and um, grabs the money out of the kid's hand. Holy shit. And he's like, give me the tuppences. <laughs> we need it. We need it. 
two tuppences to add tons of money to our yeah. thing. I don't know. He's weird. Yeah. Um, Capitalism, man. <laughs> It'll be our downfall. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and he takes it and the kid starts yelling, going, give me back my money. Give me back my money. And he's yelling it audibly. And so this old la- these ladies at the tell- bank teller are like, the bank's not giving someone back his money. I'm taking mine. And they start like pulling money out of the bank. Holy and then everyone shit. freaks out. They're like, I got to withdraw. And Fucking so they all, start, and they all start running. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> this is stupid as hell. Um, this is how economic collapses work, Ethan. I guess so. So everyone just panics and takes the money out. That's yeah. true. I guess that happens. Yeah. Uh, Housing bubble. This is what happens. Yeah. Everyone freaked out. So the bank like locks down everything. Starts throwing all the money in a vault. Oh, and it starts like. Bar- barricading people from getting in the kids 1%, are like do they yeah. occupy it <laughs> <laughs> so the kids are like fuck this shit and they run away uh-huh. and they run into Bert and but he's like all dirty and stuff mm-hmm. and like why is he so dirty and he's like I just sweeping chimneys now um and they're like oh cool <laughs> And he's like, where have you guys ran? Probably reminds and him then, of his home. And he's like, we ran. <laughs> Hell. Hell, yeah. So he. So, a dark pit that's full so of smoke. They were running away from their father. And they tell him that. They're like, we're running away from our father. And he's like, what? What's wrong with your father? He's like, he hates us. It's like, he doesn't hate you guys. Listen. And he sits him down. And he's like, real talk. He's like, look, uh, kids. Yeah. Your dad has it fucking hard. All right. <laughs> Whoa. You kids. Who do you got to turn to when things go bad? You got your mom. You got me. You got Mrs. Poppins. You got why, your dad. Why is she he including himself in that? Well, because he's, he's a cool bro. He's been hanging. He went on a fucking magical chalk ride. Like, you're kind of tight with an adult then. I don't trust him at all, man. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, anyway. Um, so, Any adult that isn't your family that includes themselves in a list of adults you should trust? He was talking to Miss, Mrs. Poppins, too. He was saying, like, you got a bunch of, you got a support group of people who like you. Yeah. No, when you, when you never say it, like, when your teachers have been like, oh, yeah, this person will help me. That's different. A teacher is a person who's like these motherfuckers don't have teachers. They're they're just learning from their. They don't have a like educated system back then. They're not in weird. school. Think about but it. But a fucking homeless person shouldn't say, "Hey, I'm your friend, bro. Yeah. Me, your mama, your daddy, and me. If you ever need help, come to me and your parents as well." well yeah, I guess. Well, he's not like saying like show your private parts. To you. <laughs> <laughs> not right. yet. <laughs> okay, this is slippery slope fallacy. If I ever seen one, you also slipped down their chimney. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway he, he said, does what he likes Ethan <laughs> so he says listen yeah your father has no one to turn to he's all by himself and he sucks that shit up whoa and he just deals with it so give your dad a break all right he's under a lot of stress this is crazy because like he was abused by his own father and he's looking at maybe another he figured it out and understood it that his own father had reasons to abuse him yeah <laughs> like maybe I was being a little shit maybe my dad did beat me because he worked he was a single father and had no had just fucking need to get the quickest way to make me Damn. shut up because you know I was he was working all hours of the night and I was just being a little shithole. Wow. Think See, this it. is this is interesting too, and you're related to Travers's the the you know, PL Travers, that's her name, the woman who wrote um Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. We're related to her own history, like her own life. This is really yeah. depressing. Exactly. You saw that movie, right? Yeah. Same Mr. Banks. Uh where like his her father was like a fucking like alcoholic, well, yeah. crazy person who exactly. like abused her yeah. his, her mom and shit makes it sad it's very sad imagine her in the theater watching this shit <laughs> seriously uh so he's like all right well i'll take you kids back to her to home okay so she goes he goes home brings the kids back opens the door and or gets knocks on the door and uh the maid answers and is like oh hey what's up uh the kids are here and some dudes here and the mom's like i'm busy i gotta go do this feminist thing so she's just like you can just take care of the kids right and he's like what 
I got to go fix the mayor's chimney. Yeah. And she's like, doesn't matter. Bye. Our chimney's crazy. Fix our chimney. What a terrible and he's parent. Like, and he's like, uh, all right, I guess the governor's is going to be mad, or the mayor's going to be mad then. So he goes and starts setting up and fix the chimney and clean it up. He puts down all the paper and he's like, this chimney's great. And there were the kids like, I don't like chimneys. They're scary. And he's like, nah, they're pretty cool. I like them. They remind so me of home. <laughs> kind of. He, almost, he almost says that. So he's like, well, see, the there's a wind draft comes up the top and sweeps all the smoke up. Mm. So that way you don't get it in the house. It's like, you feel that? And he's holding the, um, what's that thing called? The chimney sweep. Uh-huh. And it's got a kind of wind and the kid's like, oh, what? And he grabs it and he's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And he turns around for a second and then whoop, the kid goes up the chimney because ah! the wind's so crazy. And he's like, oh, dang it. Just like sudden, his letter. And suddenly Mary Poppins appears. She wasn't available earlier. Uh, why? Hitting on dudes. <laughs> Hitting on dudes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so they all, she's like, oh, farts. And then <laughs> she doesn't say that. But then, so, and the, the girl then goes out and gets sucked up too because she, whatever, I don't know. Uh-huh. And then they're like, well, we got to go after him. So they both go up the chimney and they're all on the chimney. And um, they decide, they're like, wow, it's a lovely day. Let's go explore the rooftops of England. And she does With these all, children. So, so all sorts of whimsy stuff happens. It's like a, a she's like, see this smokestack? Woo. And she creates a, a piece, some stairs out of it. And they walk up the stairs to a beautiful vista point. Ooh. And they look and they're like, that's cool. All right, let's get out of here before it gets dark. And um, they start leaving. And all of a sudden, these dudes just start popping out of chimneys. Ah, dude heads like, just go poof, poof. Hello, hello. Or like demons? Kind of. From hell? Yeah. And then they, he goes, oh, it's my friends, my chimney sweep friends. Ooh, and they all, so scary. then they all pop out and it's, then they just start dancing. They Ugh. start saying, step in time. And they step just, in time, step in time. Step in time, step in time. And they start dancing and stepping in time. <laughs> and they all start dancing and it's great. And stepping in time again. And it's good fun. It's all crazy. And uh-huh. Mary Poppins is like, I'll join in. And she spins like crazy and has sick dance moves. And everyone's like, oh, damn. She break dance you're amazing keep uh, dancing she's like no nah, i'm done and, <laughs> and i'm like this shit is bananas it's a crazy dance number shit's bananas and uh it lasts a little bit too long honestly that was uh, the long time last too long but um step in time then all of a sudden the neighbors get mad and start shooting cannons at them <laughs> but they're like magical cannons they're magical yeah so they're like all right we gotta get off these rooftops so they jump off the roofs and they start invading uh mr banks house uh, and there's a bunch of chimney sweeps mr banks comes home they're like chimney sweepers is galvanning around stepping in time like step in time mr banks and they all start like yeah 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 they all shake his hand they start he's like what the hell is going on like a chimney shit all over the house yeah and then they're like all right get out of here and so they all leave uh and it's like this is a message about like the lower class are cool man like they got all the yeah. smart ideas and stuff like that it's too bad they're all gonna die of lung cancer <laughs> yep every single one of them everyone they're of just them. covered in soot yep they're just breathing that shit um so day. mr banks says Please explain what the hell that was. <laughs> and Act like I know nothing. And she <laughs> says, first of all, let me make one thing quite clear. I never explain anything. And then she walks away. What? I'm like, damn. Damn. Mary Poppins in the house. We're doing a fuck. You know what? You can't. Uh, Mary Poppins works in mysterious ways. I guess. Is. <laughs> so Mr. Banks then gets a call from the bank and the children overhear it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you need to come in at nine prompt. Why? It's very serious. Well, because all those people freaked oh, out. Oh, yeah, the that's bank. right. I totally forgot about that. So uh, he sings a sad song because he knows he's going to get sacked. Mm-hmm. He's sing a sad song about his dreams. Money. And everything's broken. It's a guess. He just wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> and Bert's like, yo, man, this shit, as he's finishing up cleaning the chimney, he says, yo, man, this shit ain't worth the grind, yo. Just 
you need to hang out with your family more. It's like, now nah, it's going to make you happy. It's just being with the greats. He's like, oh, whatever. So um, <laughs> he gets sad and he goes and he leaves. And, uh, or he doesn't leave. He's sitting there and the kids come out and they give him, and they give, and the uh, old boy gives his dad the, the tuppence and says, we're sorry. We hope this will make everything all right. Oh, and it was sad. And uh, so Banks goes to the board, gets to the bank, very solemn, gets on the board, and they rise up. The old man's like, son, rip his, rip his, like, do what you need to do to him. And so they rip up his little rose that he has on his jacket. Um, they turn his umbrella inside out, and then they grab his bowler hat and punch it. <laughs> punch a hole through it. Oh, man. And I'm like, man, the British are weird. Seriously? So, and then he's just like... Turn loot. in your umbrella, your bowler hat, your gun. Yeah. Oh, before this, they say, we've never had a bank walkout before, except one time. It was when... This is another problematic part. Um, it was when the... Uh, we bought a bunch of money with tea and sent it over in 1776 to the Americans. And then he said, do you know what happened then? He says, Mr. Banks says, yes, a bunch of men dressed as red Indians. Whoa! And I was like, oh, okay, this is weird. <laughs> um, went and, and dumped all the tea out and we lost tons of money on that. And he's like, yes, that was the first time we had a bank of air in our bank system and people were crazy and pulled out all their money. And this well, is the second time, Mr. Banks. <laughs> well, that was the first time that the Americans would be able to understand. I'm sure we've had a lot of different financial situations yeah, exactly. in Britain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they yeah. punch the hat and all that stuff. So then he's like, what do you see? Do you have any last words? He says, yes. <laughs> Are you going to kill him? <laughs> no, I says, like, do you have anything to say for yourself? He says, supercalifragilistic espialidocious. Oh, shit. And he's like, what? He's he like, knows witchcraft. He's like, I'm crazy now. Oh, he doesn't say that. But he starts running around and says, I don't care anymore. Do whatever you want. Everything is just so much better when you say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And he's like, take this tuppence from my son and starts dancing off Zuzu's crazy. Pedals. And then he's like, he's a madman. Call the police. And then he leans over and says, want to hear a joke? The joke is. I'd love to hear a joke. The joke is. Two blokes are walking down the street. One of them says, I once knew a man with a pig leg named Ben. And the other one said, what was the name of his other leg? <laughs> Great joke, oh, right? Oh, man, and that then, joke is so funny a second time. And uh, <laughs> he just says that, and he just storms off. And it sits there, and he's like, that man is mad. And then the old man just sits there and starts laughing to himself. Starts like getting a little bit. You know. Does he start <laughs> lifting off the ground? <laughs> I get it finally. I get it. And they start laughing hysterically and starts flying off the ground. This is the stupidest the thing in the world. <laughs> in the air, starts flying. <laughs> and so um, everyone thinks that Mr. Banks went off and just killed himself. So they call the cops and the cops like, we need to search for a body. And oh, then, no but then way. Mr. Banks, no way is this real. And then Mr. Banks walks in like, oh, thank God. We thought you killed yourself. <laughs> Holy shit. He's like the opposite. I've just been sacked. And he starts singing a song. And um, he's like, check it out, kids. I have a kite. And he gives it to the kids. And they're like, we fix it. And he says, let's go fly, fly a kite. kite. And then they sing that song. And they have a great time. And they Up go fly the kite. To the, the sky highest is tight. Sky is tight. Shut up. Okay. So they go outside. And there's a bunch of other people flying kites. And they're right. all happy. And all the other unemployed people turn to the left. Yeah. Turn to the left. And there's the bankers. They just fired him and mm. they're, they're, all, they're all flying kites. And uh, the one says one of the greatest things he says, um, man, that was a good joke. You said back at the bank there. And it says the son of the man who's 
uh, thought was funny. He says, yeah, it was great. Um, my father died laughing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Banks is like, I'm so sorry to hear. He says, eh, it's all right. Here, you're a partner now. What? <laughs> a partner position open. I, okay, audience, I'm rubbing my temple because that shit is insane. Yep. So the, 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 the happy ending is that an old man has been He died laughing, died. He never laughed before. <laughs> and so an so, old man died, and so Mr. Banks now has a position that's yep, open? He's a partnership. He's a partner that's now. ridiculous. Yep. That and is then, a ridiculous way to do And movie. then Mary Poppins is like, shit here, sweet <laughs> So she Because you've done so much. So she walks out the door and her fucking umbrella starts talking to her. Wait, really? And it's a fucking bird and it says, Yeah. Don't you aren't you underappreciate that the kids love their dad more than you? <laughs> and she's like, No, that was my job. And he's like, What? But but and then she silences the beak and says, That's enough out of you. <laughs> It's time for me to carry on. And then she just flies away. And then he goes, and the tiki 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 room. <laughs> no, and then and then Bert looks up and says, Don't say if I'll wait too long, Miss Puppins. Goodbye. And she just looks like, Yeah, I didn't fuck didn't fuck you, dude. And then just like, <laughs> I didn't fuck you, dude. like she is just like the most the most I almost fell out of my chair. The most the most humble shit at like most humbling like like Fuck yeah, you know I'm awesome. And yeah. leaves. <laughs> I shit on people from up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a goddamn bird. And that was it. That, that was the, I would never have guessed that's how Mary Poppins ended. That's how it ended. She just leaves. <laughs> she just fucking leaves and her fucking umbrella talks to her and a man dies and everything's just cool. Everyone's just cool with a man being dead. <laughs> yep, they didn't give a shit. They didn't give a flying fair, shit. That guy was old as fuck. Like, they're all like waiting for him to die. Like, you know. Yeah. Dude. This movie was pretty good. This movie was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it, but it did not it make, didn't make a damn any like fucking sense. sense. So also, let me ask you: who, you okay. never mentioned who the actress is who played Mary Poppins? <laughs> Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Yeah, Man, she's pretty hot, dude. Okay, I knew you're gonna say that. Why? Because <laughs> she's really cute in this movie. Yeah, she's not hot. She's cute. I was very surprised because I always, I think the reason it surprised me is because I always pictured Mary Poppins as like Nanny McPhee for some reason. <laughs> Just terrible. <laughs> Just terrifying. Yeah. I was like, this old proper nanny probably is ugly as hell. And yeah. now as I get older, I'm like, she's cute. Yeah, nanny McPhee's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, she's pretty cute. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Why does this movie work and Field of Dreams doesn't when neither of them? Yeah, make I was any thinking sense? about that. I think it's because. It just feels like Feel the Dreams doesn't really feel magical. Mm -hmm. And this feels magical. Why does it feel magical? I feel like it's because Mary Poppins is such a different character from everyone else in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That like, it just, she just seems like a supernatural force. Mm -hmm. While in Feel the Dreams, it's just some dude appearing. It's some dude and it's Kevin Costner and you just... You don't like Kevin Costner. And it's just like, it doesn't feel like magic. It just feels like ghosts. Yeah. People are just walking around. I agree with that. And while this is like, yo, this this lady's crazy. Mm. And like, just seems to just I do think all sorts of just, like, she comes in, her entrance is blowing all the other maids out of the water. Yeah. So like, that's a pretty big entrance. That is a grand entrance. Instead of just, dad, there's some dude out in the field. Yeah. <gasps> it's a dude. And I'm just going to play ball with him. He's yeah. not gonna do anything crazy. He's just gonna be there. Bill of Dreams is like, and that's the weird thing because you'd think like grounding a movie would make it more 
relatable or believable, but Mary Poppins is absent, so she flies everywhere. Yeah, she flies so everywhere. The, the, the colors, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the colors are so like bright and vibrant, and the music is really charming. And you know, it that's why it works is because it doesn't even attempt to take itself too seriously. Yeah. Whereas Field of Dreams to take itself way too seriously. Everyone's wearing fucking Levi jeans. Everything feels like grounded and normal. In America, we don't deal with none of that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if Mary Poppins took place in America, we'd beat the shit out of her. <laughs> and probably shoot her down. She'd you like fucking a, touch my kid! Like a drone. <laughs> yeah, she'd talk like a drone. Yeah. So, okay, uh, I really like this movie too. What do you think is the relationship between Bert and Mary? Listen, man, I didn't know that really, that first part really colored a lot for me because I just thought they just I had no idea how they were introduced. So mm -hmm. it's really interesting that he kind of knew about her. He knew who she was. And, and he, like, because I, I always thought he was a chimney sweep the whole time. No. Yeah. Like the really, that's a really strange thing is I, it, at first I'm like, okay, maybe he was like a child that she raised. Like that was my first impression is like, maybe she, he that was. That might be true. Maybe. But then it seems even weirder that he would be like hitting on her. I guess you'd hit on your own teachers. You'd hit on your teacher, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if she looked like Mary I mean, Poppins. Yeah, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins. <laughs> Gross. Uh, she's a nice lady. She's a classy as fuck. She's lady very too. classy. And she don't that's that's what I like about Mary Poppins too. She doesn't take fucking shit from She really nobody. doesn't. She's the real feminist. She this. is the real feminist. She was pretty Although cool. she's very much like you gotta be proper and blah blah blah. And she also. is also like living a but lot. But I guess that's also back then, so everyone was proper. That's the thing. And like she does live a lot in the mirror. Like she's introduced with herself looking in the mirror. When she goes to with a house of the banks, she looks in the mirror. That's like she's, she's, she's very vain. But here's the thing, she's gotta live in that world, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe so she, she's just gotta, that's the thing. If I if, if, if she was the nanny of Bert. Then she must not age at all. So she's probably just looking forward to the future where she yeah, can. Yeah, she's fucking magical. Yeah, she's just waiting for like women's suffrage right. is going to be real, dude. So you're going to have to wait till 2050, but you yeah, know. Yeah, 2050, <laughs> not even this nope. year. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Um, here's, a, here's another question, too. If they're going to make a new Mary Poppins movie, which they will be doing, do you think it'll be set in an older time period or like nowadays? I hope it's set in an older time period. Because I think that's what makes it, I think that's another thing that helps it feel more magical it's because it's like this is a time period that i cannot relate to at all not ca i can't relate to this i don't even know when it takes place i just know it doesn't take place in america and i know it doesn't take place now and it feels all more magical because of that yeah yeah uh so i yeah i, I really like this film too yeah i was very surprised i, I was very it. surprised also one other thing long fucking movie it is a long movie. It's like two hours and it's 14 minutes. two hours and 19 minutes. We watched an hour, over an hour of a film wow. to watch half of it. It's not even a whole movie still. It's not even a whole movie. It was a long movie. It was a very long film. But it was an enjoyable whole movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, if you guys have any Disney classics that you think we might enjoy on top of this one, why don't you go to our- Mike has not seen. That I haven't seen. seen I've seen a, quite a few of them, but not all of them. Uh, especially live action. I haven't seen a lot of live action uh, Disney films. That's true, me either. Like, it seems strange that we both haven't seen Mary Poppins. It's such a big classic. Yeah, that's like the classic one, the big yeah. one. You know? So why don't you go to our Facebook and Twitter page, suggest a film to us. You can also email us at email the other half podcast.com. Uh, and if you like this episode, which I'm sure you did, if, if you laughed and then thought of something really sad and floated back down your computer why don't you go on to our go on to itunes stitcher or google play music and you can find us there and leave a five-star rating and review if you write a five-star rating and review we will read it on the show um yeah yeah did it man thank you uh so yeah thank you all for showing up and taking a spoonful of sugar with us <laughs> honestly this did feel like a spoonful of sugar amongst all of the fucking medicine horrible shit horrible medicine we've had to take Ugh. like this is sugar and like fucking what was it uh food fight and 
um, uh, Field of Dreams was like Robitussin, <laughs> you know? Dude. You don't like Robitussin, do you? No. Okay, do you, does anyone like Robitussin? I don't know. I hope not. Do you guys like Robitussin? Why don't you tell us? <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's get out of here. Uh, let's, uh, let's have a good joke. Have a great Trying joke. Another joke. Um, there was another joke in the movie. Oh, okay. Um, I was worried I'd have to come up with a joke. No, the thing is, I don't remember it. Can I tell you a joke then? Yeah. Okay. So there's these two whales and they're in a bar. Uh-huh. And one whale uh, says to the other whale. <laughs> And then the other whale says, Frank, you're drunk. (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, it really would be. What if you had like the worst roommates? You're like, hmm. How what do I fuck I, him over? Well, I kill myself and I have to clean up my body. How about that? See, there's two ways of going about it. One is killing yourself and having them clean your body up. The other one is killing yourself and then uh, framing them for your murder. Uh, but that's like, that's messed up. Like, that's a little too messed <laughs> oh, up. <laughs> that's a little too messed up. But killing yourself in spite. Yeah. Taking your body to rot. There's nothing wrong with that. I suppose not. <laughs>